It's uh, great to have you on Calm Radio. Thank you. Well, just first of all, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, who you are, where you're from, who's your mob? I'm Kate Axton. I'm from Alice Springs. Uh, I was born in Canberra, but have been here basically my whole life. Uh, my mob's the Arunda mob. Got a lot of family out west and also around around Alice Springs as well. So I understand you're a squad member of the 2019 Indigenous Marathon Project. Yep. Obviously, it's a very exciting journey. Yeah. How did you decide to, to take that step? I'd been thinking about it for a few years. I've kind of seen it for the last 10 years. I remember when um, Charlie Ma and Caleb Hart went in the first year and I've kind of just been following it on Facebook and Instagram and it kind of got to a point where it was now or never. So I'd been bugging my best mate to apply with me. Applied and, yeah, here I am. Was it a little bit daunting as well when, when, I mean, I think for the average person, when they think about doing a marathon, they can often get, you know, a little bit reluctant. I don't know. I kind of just thought I'd chuck my name in the hat and then didn't really think much more about it and then ended up missing the trial here in Alice and had to do a three-kilometre trial in Melbourne while I was on family holidays. And that was kind of a big thing where I was just like, oh, my goodness, like, now I'm going to have to run at this, like, strange place with probably all these people from Melbourne that are going to rock up and haven't run in, I don't know, a few years. And, and here I am rocking up to an oval in Melbourne and kind of just went with it and then, yeah, came home and it wasn't for, I think, a couple of months that I heard something and then kind of went, oh, geez, I better actually start training now and get stuck into it, which was kind of good. It was kind of the kick in the butt that I needed to kind of get back out there and look after myself and do some proper and decent exercise. Can you explain a little bit of that, that trial process, how that works? Because they, they go to different areas right across Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's an online application. I filled that in and sent it off. And then head coach Adrian travels around Australia and heads out to, you know, most of the places, if not all the places, I think, that have applicants. So he came to Alice and there, there were a few people that applied here. Uh, Women need to do a three kilometre time trial type thing and men need to do a five kilometre. And then afterwards you do an interview with him. And it's kind of uh, from that that the squad is selected and and then, yeah, we all meet up for the first camp. So we had our first camp um, a couple of weeks ago in Canberra. And what's involved in that camp? I suppose the, the first and main thing is getting to know each other. We're 12 different people from all over Australia coming into the first camp in Canberra. There was myself and Jordan Armstrong. He's from Hermansburg and Alice. There's people from Victoria, Queensland, Western Australia. So getting to know each other, a little bit of trainings involved, a few time trials, and we started our Cert 4 in um, sport and recreation, uh, which is a huge part of IMP. Um, we have to finish our studies to be able to actually go to uh, New York as well, so it's not just about the running. We finished our time in Canberra on the Sunday with the reconciliation run around Lake Burley Griffin. For the women, it was 10 k's, and for men, it was 15. 
and for most of us in the squad, that was the furthest that we'd run, setting new kind of benchmarks and goals. We were together for four days, basically. And in that four days, we were so busy and our days were so full that, you know, we got to know each other really well. And and to hear everybody's stories and why they applied for IMP and how they kind of got to that point is so inspiring. Like, you know, I just felt so lucky to be surrounded by such deadly and inspiring mob from all over the country. And, you know, everyone's got a different reason as to why they want to be there. But at the core of that is to encourage and be that positive role model for all Indigenous mob across the country. Although we're we're there for different reasons, it might be health, education, at the core of everything, it's to be that positive influence on the younger mob coming through and being the change that we want to see. It's funny because there's a few people in the squad that kind of have a connection to nearly everybody. And you're just like, how? You know, because they've just travelled around and gotten to know everyone and there's one bloke and he knows somebody from every, like (laughs) somebody that's connected to everybody and, you know, we're spread out all over the country. So, yeah. Why did you specifically want to be involved in the Indigenous Marathon Project? I've been fortunate enough to be a part of a number of different leadership conferences and volunteering trips and stuff. And I suppose one of the biggest drivers for me is the fact that on mum's side, I'm the eldest of all my cousins uh, here in Alice. And um, I kind of feel like it's my kind of responsibility to step up and, and show that, you know, you put your hand up and and have a go and, and just jump into opportunities that you're given. And not only that, you know, I'm a teacher. I taught at CMS for four and a half years, currently just been on a bit of leave and, and now I'm in the office doing a few things around, you know, engagement in, in school and, and whatnot. But being that positive role model for the kids that I teach as well and showing them that I can take on opportunities and it might be difficult, but stepping up and just putting your name in the hat to begin with and, and seeing where it takes you. You know, I've also had a, a few tough years mentally and I suppose there's a lot of uh, stuff at the moment around uh, mental health and how that affects people and, you know, you look at Indigenous mob and the rates of, of suicide. A few years ago I used to run with my two best mates and, you know, a couple of times a week we'd run from town to the telegraph station and back and that was between four and five k's. That was good for me. That put me in a good headspace. But then I hit that bump in the road mentally and, and kind of found it hard to get out and do things. And I applied for this. I sent in my application and then I didn't do anything about it. And then the, the running trial came and I I went out there and, you know, if it wasn't for my best mate that was like, come on, Kate, I'm doing the Alice Springs one. You, If you're leaving me here in Alice to do it by myself, you better do it in Melbourne kind of thing. And, you know, so I can't, I went out there and, and did that. And it, it was kind of the, the kick in the butt that I needed to, to get out and actually find myself and the person that I kind of used to be. And, you know, I'm finding that it's slowly helping me find me again. You know, everyone has their own battles. I suppose it's kind of come at a good time for me. 
was the last opportunity that I had to apply for this because, you know, you have to be between 18 and 30 and it was kind of like now or never and it's all kind of worked out for the good. The importance of this, it's obviously not just about, as you said, running the actual marathon itself. You know, you're obviously going through the accredited training and then like you're saying, sharing those important health messages. Mm -hmm. Why is it important to have the mob there and sharing those messages and to have mob as the role models, having Aboriginal people as role models? I kind of look at my role when I was a teacher in a classroom here in Alice and being an Aboriginal teacher in the classroom, kids kind of are a little bit like, oh, there's an Aboriginal person that that's teaching me. And, you know, as the years have gone on, that's kind of increased. And, and it's it's kind of the same thing with IMP and, and I suppose anything else is when you see Indigenous mobs stepping up to the plate, putting themselves out there and showing them that we can do this. We get lots of opportunity and, it, and it's a matter of putting your hand up and giving it a crack. It doesn't matter how hard things might be or how difficult they might be, but there's always some form of support system around you that if, if you throw yourself into some of these kinds of things, then you're going to be supported. And the support might come from family and friends, but it might also come from a new support system that you've made. So, you know, through IMP, I've got 11 other mob that are going through the same thing that I'm going through right now, plus head coach Adrian, who's been there, done that. And then Rob, obviously, who's represented Australia and and the rest of the IMP mob that are there to support me and those around me to share that we can we can kind of do whatever it is that we put our minds to. It's easy to kind of think, oh, I'm going to go do this, but then it, it's it's a matter of stepping up to the plate and doing it. It's easy to put in that application, the written application for IMP, for example, but if you don't rock up to that training, it doesn't matter if you have to walk some of the distance. But rocking up and actually trying is kind of putting yourself out there a little bit more and showing especially these young kids that, you know, there's more to just kind of living out on community your whole life or living just in Alice Springs and not seeing the world. There's lots of opportunity beyond where we live, but then there's also lots of things we can learn from where, where we go and those around you. And so I'm, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, now I've got 11 other mob from around the country that are giving me insight into some of the things that they do in their home communities that I can bring back here to Alice Springs and share here. And in the past, I've had other opportunities. I've been to South Africa volunteering. And from that experience, I was able to bring a different perspective on things back to Alice Springs and what it is that I do here and how how I do things. And so I suppose that's the whole thing around it is, is there's so much opportunity. It's not about just doing the same old thing. There's a lot of things that we can bring in and learn and shape and and stuff like that but then we can also reflect on the things that have been going on for years and continue what has been going on but I suppose too with a fresh set of eyes. If you just tuned in you've been here with me Kyle Dowling I've been interviewing Kate Axton who's a member of the 2019 uh, Indigenous Marathon Project she's a part of the squad for this year. Kate, we've been discussing a bit about, you know, the whole journey that you've gone through so far. You were talking about the camp that happened recently, the first camp of 
uh, the whole process that uh, the squad has been going through that happened in Canberra. What are the next steps? What's next for the group? We have a total of four camps before the final camp and, and, and trip over to New York. So our first one was in Canberra. We've got one next month and that's in the Gold Coast for City to Surf. So that's 21 case, so half a marathon. And, you know, like I said, 10 kilometres and 15 kilometres was was the furthest distance that, that most of us had run in Canberra. So, you know, we're, we're stepping up to the next plate, which is 21 kilometres, which probably none of us have never done before either. So, so that'll be a good challenge. Then in August, we have a camp in Sydney. And that one's also city to surf. That one's not as long. That one's, I think, 18 kilometres or around that. But I also have been told that there's a nice big hill that we've got to make our way up as well. So um, that'll be interesting. And then the final camp where the actual team is announced that's going over is here in Alice. And that's in uh, September. And we do a 30-kilometre time trial then. I know in the past they've done um, a few tracks around the Telegraph Station, um, but uh, the time trials around that Il Papa Loop, there's a few exciting things that, that go on that camp as well. With everyone getting their training in order and, and their studies in order, we should hopefully see all 12 of us over in New York at the end of October, beginning of November because New York Marathon's the first weekend in November, I'm pretty sure. Just briefly, on your training, how, how has that been going so far for you? Have you, have you been finding that? I'm lucky that I've got my best mate who's like, come on, Kate, um, her and my other best mate. Like the two of, Between the two of them, they've kind of been almost heckling me and then they check in with me how, how I've done. One of them runs with me. The other one's um, about to have a baby, so she'll probably join me again. And then, But then I've also got other friends that have kind of just put out the word that, you know, I'm training, I'm running. If you want to come, come and meet me at... I'll message them, this is where I'm starting today at this time. If you want to come, come. And, you know, my brother and one of my cousins has come out with me. Oh, two of my cousins, actually. So my 10-year-old cousin, she um, she's run 5Ks with me twice now. You know, and the first time was so slow and I was like, oh, my goodness. But the second time she powered through, you know, and did really, really well. I've got this group that I kind of message and and we all meet at the same spot and but we all go at our own paces. So if it's a half an hour run for that day, we'll um, run for 15 minutes in one direction, then turn around and come back. So we all kind of start at the same time and then we kind of finish off at the same time, which is nice. And then the IMP group, there's been, oh, I can't remember the number, I think it's 86 graduates from around Australia. And, you know, we've, we've got a number of graduates here in Central Australia from over the years. And I've even had messages from them saying, you know, do you want to train together? Do you want to, like, do you want to meet up and we can run together? And things like that. So that's nice. But the training itself, you know, it's been, there's some days where it's hard. I find it really hard. But then there's other days where it just happens and I'm like, I feel so good about it. My knees are struggling a little bit <laughs> um, and, and they will throughout the whole time. 
Um, but I'm determined to kind of get there and and make sure that I, I do my strength around my knees and, and my stretching and rest days, you know, I'm making sure that, that I'm looking after my body and myself so that I can do the next run. So, you know, once uh, once a week I have to do a long run. Um, so, for example, Sunday was 7Ks. This Sunday I've, I've got to do 10. Then I work up to 15 and then work down a little bit and then then ready for the 21Ks in, in the Gold Coast. So, you know, everyone's got a different training schedule based on, on how our time trials and stuff went in Canberra and based on our abilities so that we can all succeed. And that's what I've got to keep reminding myself. And I used to hate running. I mean, I still do hate running in front of people. It's kind of like a, a big thing for me to go out and run where people can see me. When I first said that, a few years back to um, a personal trainer of mine, you know, she was like, well, if you think about it, Kate, all those people out running are doing exactly what it is you want to do and you're running and you're doing something for yourself. So don't worry about what other people think about what it is that you're doing out there, you know, and that's kind of stuck with me a little bit. I still kind of tend to run at the moment like, you know, on the paths around town where no cars drive past you and whatnot, but I'm going to have to get used to running in front of people because over a million people line line the streets of New York and so I've got nowhere to hide there. So in training, it, it's it's kind of working myself up mentally to be able to run in front of people as, as well as run the, the distance. For anyone who, who may be interested in, you know, in following along or things like that or, or you know, maybe potentially looking at getting involved in the future, what, what should they sort of do? IMP have a Facebook page, they have an Instagram page, they have Twitter, they also have the website, which obviously has all the other things that they, they um, do around the country. So there's a lot of things happening around um, deadly runners groups around the country. I think Sarah Carmody and um, Billy Tillmouth were doing some stuff around the Deadly Runners stuff here in Alice. Um, I'm not sure if they still do, but but they they may still well be doing it. So just following along on those pages, I suppose a good place to start. That's where a lot of updates get put, especially when we're on camps. When the squad was announced, actually, the Governor-General announced it and then it, it went up on, on social media and, and was announced um, to all the media outlets and, and whatnot. So... IMP is for Indigenous mob aged between 18 and 30. So last year they had an 18-year-old and he actually finished year 12 while he was training as well. So, you know, they've got the support systems around. If you're thinking about applying, you know, fill out that application form when the opportunity arises towards the end of the year and and see where it gets you. Rock up to the trial and you don't need any running experience. I've had a little bit, but the furthest that I'd run before was 5Ks. There's people that are in the squad now that have run a bit further than I have, but then there's also people that the furthest that they've run is maybe a couple of Ks, just doing participating in the deadly deadly runners groups around the country. And so it's just about putting your hand up and, and giving it a shot. So follow along on the pages. I know that when we're in New York, I'm pretty sure they give up 
give live updates over the social media networks so that everyone here can follow along and see where where everyone is and and how they're going. Keep an eye out and and see what's going on and, and just get involved really to begin with and see where it might take you. As always, I think it's going to be a very exciting journey. On that note, uh, thank you so much for speaking with us on Calm Radio. No worries. Thank you.